Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. Today my guest is Esther Miltiadis, an Alexander Technique teacher in North London, England. And Esther has uh, worked a lot with children in her teaching career, and she's on the staff of the Educare Small School in Kingston, along with Sue Mary, another Alexander Technique teacher who's specialized in working with children. Uh, Esther is also an assistant teacher for the Developing Self, uh, a specialized postgraduate training course for Alexander teachers working in education. She also teaches one-on-one -on -one with adults and children at her private practice in, uh, in North London. Uh, Esther, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, it's lovely to be here with you, Robert. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you. Um, we, Esther and I have just uh, completed a, another interview about her work at the Educare Small School. And this interview is going to be uh, more about the Alexander Technique and children generally and what F. Matthias Alexander, the founder of this method, uh, some of his thoughts about, on that topic. Um, could you begin, Esther, by just giving us a very short uh, <clears throat> d description of the Alexander Technique? Mm, lovely, yes. Uh, Alexander Technique teaches us the skills to respond to stimuli in a more coordinated, poised, and considered way, which helps improve physical and mental well-being. That's right. my little That's, summary. Yeah, and <clears throat> excuse me, that um, Alexander, uh, F. Matthias Alexander, um, had a, 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 an interesting take on the whole situation of teaching, the, teaching his work and children. He, uh, I believe he actually said something in one of his books to the effect that, uh, yes, most of this current Alexander Technique students are adults, but in a way that's kind of a shame because children, children would be a much more useful um, group of people to study with the technique because they could change so easily and quickly. Something to that effect. Uh, would, would you agree with that just from your experience teaching in the Educare School? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're working with little three-year-olds, um, they're actually not showing very many bad postural habits. Um, you're getting in there while their natural coordination and poise is still in place. Mm -hmm. So you're mm -hmm. able to empower and teach them and teach them to be consciously aware of all the good things that they're doing so that they can name them and understand them. And then you're working with that. So rather than a re-education, it just becomes part of their natural education. Right. And I think that's what Alexander had in mind, although I think he was also thinking of somewhat older children who may have yes. begun to develop some harmful habits. And yes. your experience there also is that they are quicker to get get the technique as it were than many adult students definitely i think they just 
yes <laughs> they just get it much more simply right. um, and I don't know whether that's to do with the way that we teach it to children it's just very very simple being soft and tall and and the vocabulary that we used just they get it they mm -hmm. you know it's more natural for them to use themselves well and we're just reconnecting them with that um, and giving them that conscious understanding of what it is so yes they seem to be able to notice what they're doing more quickly and, and just come out of it more easily. Yeah, I, I myself have not had any experience working really with very young children, but I've worked with high school kids and, and university kids. And mm. uh, I teach them very sim in a very similar way to the way I teach adults. Uh, and in groups or individually, and I find that they just get it, and yes. they don't, um, there's like no, they don't sort of, they, they don't over-intellectualize it the way adults mm. like to do. Yes. They just, if it works, they, they go for it, especially uh, college kids who are in in the in arts programs or music or, or theater yes. uh, they immediately see the the connection to uh, to their their chosen profession but yeah now Alexander said something else he was quoted as saying something else and I'd be interested in your take on it um, it was from an article someone wrote about him in the 20s I believe in an American student of his uh, who's, who's, who seems to quote Alexander is saying not only that um, children are the way to go in terms of Alexander teaching, uh, if you really want to be cost effective, I guess to mm. use that term, but he also said that it doesn't take as much training for someone to be able to do that as it would be for sort of ordinary Alexander teachers. Do you have any thoughts on that? Mm, that's interesting, actually. Um, I would say in a way that that's right. I'll give you an example. Um, mm -hmm. When we do, uh, we do a thing after lunch called quiet time and the children get to lie in constructive rest. Mm -hmm. And um, and then as an Alexander teacher, I put some hands on work with them while they're in constructive rest. But the, we get student helpers as well that do the same thing and we train them up um, to put hands on the head. They're not moving them or anything, but they're just connecting in a very direct directed way with these their fellow colleague that's lying on the floor mm -hmm. and they put their hands on their heads and then on their shoulders and then they come back to their heads again mm -hmm. and they get to practice on me and Sue first so we sort of train them up in this and I would say 90% of the children that put hands on us, they are absolutely fantastic. <laughs> right, right. They have beautiful, open, soft hands, and they really understand the difference between being pokey and tight and understanding that what they're thinking for themselves gets translated into that other person. They can tell if you're tight or soft or open or directed, and they just get it. So, um children can certainly learn the technique much more easily and uh, and they don't need much directing um, because they have that natural coordination and we're just connecting them again with that I suppose 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. So that's actually children as almost proto Alexander yes. technique teachers. Um, but I I wonder also like the you use a, a different um, in our last interview you we talked a little about the vocabulary you yes. use with children to um, get them to self-direct as it were um, use and sort of a variation of Alexander technique self-directions and mm. it seems to me from the, the the what you were telling me that those modified directions are pretty easy for someone to share with somebody else you know someone yes. who's learned them like a sibling or a friend yes yes uh, yes you often get stories of the children going home and 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 helping their parents <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not surprised at that yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's lovely that that wanting to share the work yeah. as well yeah. So do yes, you, they just get it. Yeah, and 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 it doesn't take much really to get them no. to to release whatever tension has appeared in their bodies. So do you think um, that it would ever make sense to have a, a sort of a separate kind of Alexander training for for teachers of children that was less than the three-year one that Alexander Technique teachers today uh, go through? I think that's an interesting question. I think what, what we're doing uh, with uh, the Developing Self course is, rather than doing less training to work with children, is acknowledging that working with children is quite different from working with adults and mm -hmm. that often the training courses aren't particularly aimed at working with children so that we're adding that extra um, bit of uh, experience and understanding of how to work with children that is particular to children rather than with adults. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I, yeah, I don't know whether it would necessarily be a useful thing to do a shorter training course just for children because, uh, because as they reach teens, then they might enjoy the work that's, uh, more like we would give an adult but uh, it's definitely important for teachers Alexander teachers to have some sort of extra training to to really understand working with younger children in particular right so I wonder I mean everything that you've said about the the school you work in it sounds like a absolutely fabulous experience for the kids there but yeah. as I'm sure you're all too painfully aware of, that is not the case generally out there. No. <laughs> and yes. I wonder if you have any thoughts about how, how Alexander teachers could somehow get Alexander ideas more broadly understood in among educators particularly educators yeah. of small children because it seems to me there's a, a potential opportunity for very young children to get some not all that much help that might make a huge difference but do you mm -hmm. have any thoughts on how that could be brought about in anything other than just 
there are other schools where this has happened, yeah. but it's pretty rare. Um, well, yeah. it's something that we're working with at the moment, and and part of the postgraduate training is uh, creating curricula that could be used and used as a basis to take into state schools. So we're trying to broaden the base of um, Alexander Technique work and and allowing it to be used as a general educational tool rather mm -hmm. than just being used in music or drama. So the curricula and ideas that we have, um, say, for example, that we can take into primary schools are there to to really be molded to what the school can do, but embo um, embodies the you know, 30 years experience that Sue has really of working with primary school students. And, and part of that is um, uh, a colleague, Jeremy Cassidy and I are attempting to um, create a research project within a, a local London state school mm -hmm. where we're taking the um, curriculum, the primary school curriculum for Alexander Technique and really seeing what works in a state school, what they have time to do, um, what we can facilitate so that it becomes something that a normal class of 30 children could achieve and could see results with. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that, we are we're looking at changing some of the furniture, changing. I the... was just going to ask you yeah. about school <laughs> furniture. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I first encountered um, that as a parent um, years ago. When my, our children w were in middle school, and I visited the cafeteria, which was an experience in itself, and I was astonished to see tables with metal stools kind of bolted to it so oh, that yes. you couldn't even move anything relative to anything else and of course they were all the same size the same and height size, yeah. yeah um and i know that you uh, are part of the school's chair campaign that richard brennan and i an irish alexander technique teacher yes. has uh, has created um what are, do you what do you think are the possibilities of kind of waking school administrators or mm. treasurers or whatever up to yes. the point that, yeah, you might save some money by buying stackable chairs or, yes. you know, tables that are bolted to, ch to chairs. It might be cheaper, but yes. the, the cost to the students is just horrendous. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, you know, bringing awareness that it's not just the cost to the student, that actually because the furniture is badly designed, the children can't sit comfortably. They're trying to make themselves comfortable and they're moving and they're, they're not being able to concentrate or focus on their work. So, mm -hmm. um, yes, it's not just about back pain. It's about being able to sort of free children up to be more comfortable so that they can focus and, and enjoy their work. Um, so, yeah, we were looking at um, very cost effective ways of um, changing school furniture and thinking about the dynamics of a classroom. Um, so Richard's doing a study at the moment with putting wedges on chairs and um, mm -hmm. 
we're uh, attempting to do a study of simply re removing the chairs and replacing them with circular flat topped wooden stools yeah. that we can cut yep. down to mm -hmm. the, the correct heights for the pupils um, making sure that they fit with the tables because that's the sort of slight disadvantage of tables are a particular height in particular school years so you can't quite make them the stools uh, exactly right. the yeah. right height yeah, yeah. well but, as we're speaking uh, i'm sitting on exactly that kind of a stool yes and have yes. for years and yes. um i find that, I, that my adult students an awful lot of them when they Explore, experiment with it it's a pretty inexpensive investment to, is, to try yeah. out um, many of them switch over and uh, would would never sit in a chair if there's a stool available just yeah. because of the the, the benefits absolutely i mean stools are great i mean um they're flat mm -hmm. they're easy they're they're space efficient in very small Victorian classrooms mm -hmm. that are slightly mm -hmm. overcrowded um, and they they don't have a direction so when teachers are moving around the classroom children don't have to move their chairs around no. they can just swizzle on their stools very easy to, to so, move around they allow yeah. for a lot more freedom than a chair yes. does in terms of yeah. movement in general absolutely yeah. 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 So that's what we're using a basis, and then the Alexander technique, embodied awareness on top. We're hoping that, you know, teachers and pupils will see a difference in the way their children learn and uh, and the way they behave within the classroom. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share about the Alexander technique and children general generally? Anything you want to say to parents, for example, who might be listening? <laughs> um, I mean, it's just a fantastic tool, a set of skills that you can give your child that that stays with them for life. They are skills for life, and and they they are. It's equally as important to learn to look after yourself as it is to learn about maths and English and everything else. You know, in all the stresses and the strains um, that we have today, to look after ourselves physically and and mentally. You know, learning to respond to stimuli, thinking about pausing and being able to respond and having that available to you, um, and understanding how anxiety affects our bodies. It's just a wonderful um, learning tool to have as part of your um, your emergency kit your first aid kit to look after yourself as you go through life um, so I think that's what um, Alexander in education is really trying to do is is trying to make educators more aware of the work that's available out there as part of the Alexander technique um, that can be used in primary secondary and tertiary education um, because uh, it's it's got stuck within drama and music a lot, but it really has applications that can be broadly used within education. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what, this might be a good place to, to bring our conversation to a close. Uh, my guest today has been Esther Miltiadis, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in North London, England. She uh, works at the uh, 
Educare Small School in Kingston. And she's also an assistant teacher for the Developing Self, a specialized postgraduate training course for Alexander teachers working in education. She also teaches, uh, gives private, le private and group lessons to adults and children. And I will put a link to Esther's website by this uh, interview. If you're in the London area uh, and you want to follow up on what she's talking about, uh, uh, contact her through the site. I'll also put a site that tells more about the Alexander Technique in general and will enable you to find a teacher, hopefully, wherever you live. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. Uh, Esther, thank you so much for this and the previous interview. Thank you. It's been really lovely speaking with you and sharing my work. Thanks.